Now, you know me. Uh, I like to get out and about. I am not a major sports fan, but I'm a bandwagon jumper, and I'm pretty excited about the fact that Toronto is going to be hosting one of the biggest uh, sporting events in the world. It is the 2026 World Cup. We're not going to be hosting it alone, but we'll have a few games here. Uh, I don't think we exactly know which games we're going to host yet, but I think it's worth talking about, even if you are not a sports fan per se and are going to the World Cup, this involves your money. And it involves a letter. It's a letter of intent. And I was reading in the Toronto Star today. They they kind of outlined what's in this letter of intent. It's outlining the city and MLSE's hosting partnership for the FIFA Men's World Cup 2026. It basically stipulates that the company, MLSE, yep, they are going to be kept financially whole for their role in staging the competition. So if they lose any money during this uh, staging of this competition, we will be paying them back. There's also a 60-40 split for the city and MLSE as far as any earnings go. But um, according to the document, taxpayers will pay for improvements to the stadium and other hosting costs. And why, the reason they say this, is because they are they have complete faith in MLSE. They feel they're not. this city is not going to lose on this proposition because MLSE has done such a good job in the past hosting things like um, the Pan Am Games, and they've successfully managed BMO Field for years. We're going to uh, invite our friend onto the show. He knows a lot more about sports than I do. He's a sports economist and senior lecturer at Concordia University and friend of the Kelly Cotrera Show, Moshe Lander. Welcome to the show. It's great to have you back. Um, does this letter of intent sound like a good idea to you? It sounds like the way things go with these large-scale sporting events. When you host the World Cup, when you host the Olympics, when you host even the Pan Am Games, you become a prisoner to the organizers that put on these events. And so they can hold you to ransom to make whatever upgrades they want to the facilities, uh, even up to the last minute. And so that's why usually these things run way over cost. Um you know, you want to host the event, uh, then you have to sign up for this sort of thing. It, it's just the way it goes. So this is uh, this isn't abnormal when it comes to professional sporting events and municipalities that put them on. No, it's abnormal that you were able to see <laughs> what's in the letter. Oh, um, but no, it, usually these things are kept very transparent, and that's why when you talk to politicians, they'll always tell you. Uh, that it's going to bring tremendous economic benefits. It's not going to cost all that much. We already have the infrastructure in place. And then at the end of the event, they always end up saying, oops, we misestimated. And they hand the taxpayers a great bill. So huh. that's the bigger surprise is that this is already uh, this many years out into the public domain. Are you shocked by the 60-40 split? No. Um, no. Uh, again, you know, if Toronto wants to host the event, where are you going to host it? Right? So... Uh, MLSE understands that they have a lot of leverage in the situation with the city, that if the city wants to be able to put its best foot forward for the world and show what a wonderful place Toronto is, uh, you know, they own all the facilities. <laughs> so uh, they have a capacity to to negotiate for almost anything that they want and to hold the city to ransom uh, because the, the threat is if you don't give it to us, then you're not going to use our facilities and uh, Montreal will happily host the event right. uh, rather than Toronto. Because they have the lease on BMO Field. So if we want to use it, uh, they've got to, we've got to accommodate them somehow. And I understand that they're going to have to move teams out of BMO Field that normally play there in order to accommodate the World Cup. Um, we are on the hook if they lose any money. So if they have to find a smaller stadium 
in order to put on the regularly scheduled uh, sporting events that are usually held at BMO Field. Does that mean we're on the hook for lost ticket revenue, do you think? Yeah, but it would be at the margin, right? So if they generate a certain amount of ticket revenue at a new venue, uh, let's say that they go play in Ottawa instead, for example, uh, then the city could be on the hook for the difference. You know, where you start end up arguing is what would that difference be, mm. right? So Toronto, uh, the city is going to say, well, not that many fans would show up. The team's not all that good. Maybe uh, it's the time of year where fans would be showing up because they're going to have an overdose of soccer on television. Uh, the soccer club would push back and say, no, this is exactly when we'd have fans showing up. The place would be full to capacity because everybody's in soccer mood. And, uh, you know, then they start quibbling over how many dollars uh, of lost revenue there are. Uh, but, you know, in the grand scheme of things, when you're talking about uh, a nine figure event, uh, quibbling over a few hundred thousand dollars is change. Uh, in the grand scheme of things. Okay. W- Councillor Gord Perks is not happy about this. He says we shouldn't be spending public dollars on a sporting event when it's facing uh, the city's facing a budget crisis and an affordability crunch. I mean, at the end of the day, uh, the city may go ahead with this. Uh, and if, you know, the taxpayer has to foot the bill, that's not just people in Toronto because Toronto's already begging the feds and uh, the province for money. So that means everybody in our listening audience could be on the hook. Yeah. And, you know, I, I would push back on the counselor and say, is there ever a good time municipally when the budget is not under crisis and there's not demands? Um, so I, I hear what they're saying and they're right to a certain extent, but I, I don't think that there's ever a good time for that. Um, again, this is one of those things that do you want to host the event because you feel that this is a good economic investment or do you want to host the event because you want the warm glow of having hosted the event? Right. The World Cup has never been in Canada, at least the men's World Cup. Uh, and so this is probably a fleeting moment uh, where you have that chance to show yourself to the world. Uh, I, I don't think that it justifies the cost on economic grounds, but I could understand that if taxpayers, whether that's federal, provincial, municipal, said they're okay for going some limited amount of tax dollars for the ability to say that they hosted it, okay. But that, that's part of democracy rather than it's it's sound economics. Okay, well, Moshe, let me ask you this. Uh, if it is, uh, we're going to go ahead with the World Cup, it's one of the biggest sporting events in the world. Is it possible that this could be just the resuscitation that Canada's uh, tourist and hotel industry needs, at least Toronto's? No, um, I would push back that you said uh, in the lead and that, you know, you're, you're a bandwagon uh, sports fan. Yeah. Uh, so I'm not going to try and embarrass you here, but just hypothetically, if I were to push back and say, can you tell me, say, the last five hosts of the World Cup? Um, and um, have you ever made your vacation decisions based on who hosted a World Cup? I'm going to guess that that would make my point that, you know, th- this is not going to resuscitate anything. Anybody around the world that's heard of Canada has heard of Toronto. Uh, I don't think that there's anybody who's going to be, say, in the middle of some uh, you know, North African country that hears of Toronto and says, I've never heard of that place right. before. Does anybody live there that I know? <laughs> like, it, it's just, it, it's not the basis for how tourism works. So it, it'll be a very, very short blip for that one week where the, the games are held in Toronto and then it'll never be thought of again. Moshe, thanks so much for joining us. I appreciate your expertise. Anytime. Have a great day.